Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks with the That's That's where it all starts, because it all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. White Sox fans, welcome in. It is the Sox on Tap postgame show. Johnny Nani here with you and Sean Roberts. Joining me tonight to discuss a White Sox 2-1 loss, open the series. Sean, Sox are back on their BS. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, you yesterday you get the, the, the huge win. You kept fighting, fighting, fighting. You get the walk-off win. Huge must win. We were talking in our group chat. Season on the brink felt like yesterday they, they get the win. And then they just give it right back, right? Like, and they just they come out and they're getting no hit through five. I think they got the first hit in the sixth inning, I, I believe, with uh, yeah. Harrison there. Um, just and then they fight back, and it's what they do all the time, right? Like it's don't get up for the letdown. Yeah. And I feel, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. and they just they come up short. Runners on second and third, one out. Your your hero comes to the dish, right? And the Tigers pretty much just gave the White Sox the middle finger. What yeah. I mean, and and we can dive into it more, but it, they that was a that was a f you. Um, we're not scared of you. No matter who's at the di- the dish, we're gonna we're gonna go after you. And sure right. enough, it worked out in their favor. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll get down to that. I think you uh, brought up a good kind of interlude before uh, we jumped on the air, but we'll share that with the listeners here uh, in, in a little bit. Um, Sean, it, it's the fake rally, is what I like to call it. Yep. We're talking about it at the end. We've just seen it so many times. It looks like they're gonna mount something. They even, you know, like you said, scratch one across the board on that Robert double, um, but then ultimately uh, ends up coming up short. Uh, very anticlimactic there. So no hero tonight is the title of our uh, episode uh, for this evening. So listeners, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to On Tap Sportsnet on YouTube so you can jump in here, join the conversation. We can feature your comments on the broadcast as we roll through. All right, Sean, starting from the top here, uh, Dylan Ciste, um obviously did not throw too poorly. Uh, you know, eight strikeout day for him, a couple of frames where he fanned the entire side um overall gave his team a chance to win which unfortunately feels like we've been talking about too much the offense just is not able to supplement another yeah uh, tonight yeah dylan looked good never going to be able to you're never going to get on a starting pitcher uh giving up one run going six innings like that's just that's masterful work i don't care how you get there if you get there and you're able to do that keep your team within a ball game i feel like every time i'm on the post game show i'm like you know what starting pitcher did their job tonight they they did their job uh dylan cease is doing what dylan cease does he he gave up the home run and and it it's sad that it had to be to javi baez right and on such a pathetic uh pathetic swing um but that's what got javi baez paid um but no dylan dylan looked good i i was impressed with it it sucks that he pitches for the white Sox to be honest with you, um, because he just – the offensive effort was pathetic. But, yeah, Dylan looked good tonight. Good to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, right, right. So I, I just wanted, wanted to start with him. That's one positive there. His final line, six innings, three hits, one earned run on that home run that you mentioned, three walks, eight strikeouts. Um, and obviously that one home run was Tobias there. So uh, let's talk offense. How, who the hell is this guy? Uh, Brisky. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. I don't know if you have any better insight <laughs> no, on that as me, but no. he no hits us through five. We don't, we don't scratch our first hit, and it's a ground ball single. In the six, that's pathetic, right there, Sean. Yeah, I believe he had a like a six something ERA coming into into tonight's game. That I, I I'm not sure if I seen that stat correct. Um, but just I feel like every time the the Sox the day prior have a huge offensive day, the next day they just get worked. And I feel like this has been an organizational deal for the last twenty years. You could throw anybody that is either struggling or you could bring them up from triple A, double A. Hell, you could bring a guy up from rookie ball, and I feel like if he'll go four or five innings and just look make the White Sox look awful. I don't care who's managing, who the hitting coach is. I just feel like that that's what happens to this organization. Um, and and I just – it's tiring. I mean, what else more is there to, to say? We got no hit through five innings by a guy that – shouldn't be no hitting anyone in baseball. Right. It's just and a couple hard hit balls. Don't be wrong. A couple hard hit balls, yeah, but man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I, a loss for words. With right. The, the, you bring up good points in that. Yes, it does feel like it's been a dragging trend for, you know, better part of like two decades now. Uh, and then the other one is that, you know, the it's, I, I go back to my, uh, kind of uh, the talking point that when I had said that they this team hates momentum, right? Yep. And that yesterday should have been an emotionally charged victory. And we've had so many of these throughout the year. I can go and pinpoint the aftermath of the Donaldson incident in New yep. York um, and then coming home to get shellacked by the Red Sox. Um, you, you could go and point to the you know winning streak, the six-game winning streak earlier in May uh, with the Cubs in Boston. Then you come home uh, finally, and then you, you let your foot off the gas uh, in the series after that. Um, there's plenty. You can go and pinpoint more of them, but yeah. the, the sweep of the Giants, right? And then you come up and lose two against uh, the Minnesota Twins most recently. And then here you go. You salvage one game of that series big to keep you, what was that, you know, swing between five and a half, seven and a half. and a half. Okay. And then now you go and drop the series opener to a team that, okay, I will give the Tigers credit and that they swept the Guardians. So they were a little bit hot coming in, but it's time for the White Sox to take care of business. We've been saying this for like, feels like months now, Sean, and they're just not doing it. And it's against opponents that you should be able to. I go back Nani, to the, this has been, right? I mean, this has been when the Minnesota series started, we were going what I think is a 19 game stretch here against yeah. the central division or something like, and, and it is, it's now or never like they're, they're like how they perform here in these next few weeks, I believe is what maybe happens or doesn't happen at the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, and starting and you're, and you started at home, you started at home in front of your home crowd, man. And then, and you come out, we, we don't even need to get into the first two games of the, of the twin series because effing awful yeah. uh but you battle back and you're right it, it's momentum kill we all sat we all sat here after that yankees game after that yankee series in new york tim anderson gets that home run holy crap this is the turnaround it's happening here we go baby but the the, the spark we needed and then it's fall they fall flat on their face yep. you know you talk about the winning streaks the big wins yesterday was a big win mm -hmm. and you come out and get no hit through five yeah like <laughs> 
Uh, like, Come on, I, boys. I, I want to know what the culprit. I like the right, guy Matt chiming in on the comments here. Uh, he says 2022 Chicago White Sox 0.00 team TWTW. Absolutely trackable stat. You can see it. Um, we might go negative values for, for these. We might, we might start having to, Matt. I think that might be the case. We talk about TWTW all the time. But yeah, th- that's kind of what I'm just, you know, it all goes back to that. You know, they hate momentum uh, and that sort. And I, you know, Sean, I want to get to like the culprit. Is it emotionally charged victory? Are you like, no. Hung over from that, hung over from the high of that. The next no, day they haven't had be. enough of that's them. What, that's what should be just rolling into the next day and make you feel good about yourself. Exactly. Instead of like sulking in it. Like, I don't know. They haven't had enough of them to, to have a hangover from it, right? Like yeah. this, a win like yesterday makes you want to get to the ballpark today and whoop some damn ass. And that's what should happen. Unfortunately, we're fans of the Chicago White Sox and they don't allow us to have that pleasure. They don't allow themselves to have that pleasure. In in fact, they let a Tigers team and granted one nothing that but one nothing with this team this season at least to this point feels like it's 10 nothing. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you want to talk about that? Yesterday I was at that game the the walk off yesterday and uh, every time they went down I just felt so like down like anytime they go down a run even you know multiple runs even worse but like you had said even one run it feels almost insurmountable just from a, a vibe standpoint. Yeah, and 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 when we talk vibes and I feel like Tony's getting annoyed with Steve and I because we're always just like, well, we'll get him tomorrow. As soon as the team takes a lead, whether it's one nothing or or like yesterday, it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And every time we surrendered the lead, I was like, ball game. <laughs> yeah. I honestly had a tweet ready not yesterday, Nani. Yes, I had a tweet ready that when the twins went up, it was at eight six when Michelle yeah. hit that home run. I was I was ready for the third out in the ninth inning for me to tweet out congratulations to the AL Central uh Minnesota Twins twenty twenty two. Like I I was, I had that tweet ready. Vaughn hits the home run. We're tied. Here we go. We win. Now I'm like, let's go five and a half. Yeah. It's It's a big swing. Yeah. Big swing. And you come out and you lose tonight and I don't care about the effort in the bottom of the ninth. I don't care. Right. I'm done with moral victories. I need victories. We need victories. Yeah. We straight, straight up wins. Get in that left-hand column. Moral victories can get effed. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, it, our, like I said, our, our guy in WSD voice says, get in that damn left hand column. And yep. that's just what they need more than ever right now. Um, let's, you, you'd mentioned that, though. I know you said you don't you, know, you don't care about it, but we do have to talk about it in that slap in the face that you had alluded to in our intro here. Um, th- give, give us a rundown of that situation in, in the ninth inning and why you think it was the way it was. Yeah, well, in, in, so you get the you get the hit by Anderson um, and then you get the. Um, Pollock gets on with the walk, Robert with the double. We're down two one. You got second and third, one out. And if you go back, back to the broadcast, you have Benetti and Stone. And honestly, there was probably a lot of other people, including NBC Sports Talk Twitter, who just seems to shoot themselves in the foot every chance they get. Um, they were like, "Why aren't you walking Jose Abreu here? Put him on base. His run doesn't matter, and it didn't matter." Um, and you have the chance for then for the double play. But if you're the Tigers, right? Like if you're the Tigers, your season's not going anywhere. Like, you know what? White Sox, we're not scared of you. We're let's let's go after you here. Let's see what happens. Let's see if we can get Jose Abreu to chase some chase some pitches. Dude swung at a ball that was over his head on an 0-2 count. You know why? Because all the pressure in the world is on Jose Abreu. And rightfully so. The unfortunate thing is that's 
I mean, he's our guy, right? Like he's our, he's our hero. He's the one that's getting pictures taken of him in the dugout. Cause he's sad because we're losing division, crucial divisional games. He's the man, right? So he's amped up. He knows he needs to come through here in the clutch. So what's, he's going to be anxious he threw a hundred mile per hour fastball overhead. Now, granted, I've never seen a hundred mile per hour fastball. Don't ever want to see a hundred mile per hour fastball. But if you're Jose, man, you gotta you gotta sit back and take a deep breath there. Take a deep breath and realize I gotta have a I gotta have a good at bat here. I gotta have a good approach. Yeah. He had a terrible approach the entire at bat, and it and it, frankly, as soon as he struck out, I knew. I mean, I think we're all to this point as a fan base, we knew what was going to happen with Eloy. So. Yeah, and you know the, the like with that um a break in my mind it looked like he had made up his mind yep. before the pitch was even thrown before like Soto was even like coming set he's like yeah I'm swinging at yep. this and one. that's what I'm, I'm saying he was just he yeah. was over anxious because he felt the pressure of I have to come through here yeah right and then because you know, he knows he doesn't have trust in anybody else right and, and then you know with Eloy coming up next there it would have been very nice for you know just a second game back here after that long uh you know uh, stint of being out with his injury it would have been real nice for him to play the hero and maybe Benetti could have re- reprised that that he's your hero tonight but alas we have no hero tonight uh oh, I get a nice the, little the, ground ball to Javier Baez the, the thing with him though is John I don't like to find I don't like silver linings like you know they the, along with moral victories they can all go get fucked but Eloy you talked about yes the White Sox hit the ball hard even when you know they didn't have hits for the first five innings Eloy had tattooed a couple of those um unfortunately one of those couldn't have come and found a gap found some grass in this situation then we're talking about a winner here um but I will say it is encouraging especially based on how down uh, I think a lot of the White Sox fan base was on just the returns from his uh rehab stint uh, the extended rehab stint um, it is nice to see him slapping some baseballs around the ballpark. I will. Yeah, say. he's he's. It's been two games, but he's looked good. I I like his I like his demeanor in the box. I like his approach. It it as cliche and as much as I hate admitting it, it is nice having that smile back on the on the field and kind of loosening up what you hope is uh, is a dugout there. But he's looked good. He's made solid contact. Obviously, we all know what he did yesterday. He had some really good at bats today. You mentioned um, he roped, you know, his first two at bats roped a couple balls, and they just happened to find, you know, they were outs. Um, but he needs to. We we have to rely on so much, you know. We constantly the White Sox constantly have to play perfect baseball. They have to have guys come through. Like they can never, they never make it easy. They're never going to make it easy. I mean, at this point, we know what this team is. This team's not going to just dramatically change overnight. As much as we think sometimes and and we want it to, it's just – it's not. Yeah, it, it feels like a group project where, you know, we're only like one person's like doing all the work. Well, the, the only person doing all that work tonight was Dylan Cease, and the rest of them just sat back and thought they could yeah. coast on his laurels, and, and obviously not the case. <laughs> but And you bring up – too, Nani, you bring, up, like, you bring up that group project aspect, right? Like, And it feels like that every night is – it's, a, it's on one player. And for the most part, offensively, that one player has been Jose Abreu, which, again, goes back to that ninth inning at bat. He still feels that way, and he wants to come through so bad that – He's swinging that O2 stuff that's not even remotely close. Yeah, that's like over his head. So, I, like, I it's interesting that we come to this juncture, Sean. We were talking about Abreu in in this particular situation because, on one hand, you kind of want to be mad about the chasing that pitch, how egregiously out of the zone it was. But on the other hand, you can understand all the pressure that's on him and all the pressure that's built up 
on him, right? Yeah, and I I get it. Like I wasn't I. I'm, I wasn't uh, – and I don't know if this is just I've become numb to this team, right? Like when Robert hit his double down the line, I just sat here and watched TV. I was like, oh, let's see what happens, right? Like there was no excitement out of me because don't get up for the letdown. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when Jose struck out, I was just like, eh, it's, it, I, I get it, right? Like I get it. Um, you, people are going to get pissed. People are going to – you know, and, and rightfully so. I mean people should be upset at that that swing but look what the man has had to do <laughs> right right so yeah, weight, weight of the weight of the world on his shoulders yeah i get yeah, it <laughs> that's that that's i think we're going all right we, we've got it's as painful as it is to go and rehash this shit over and over and over again but you had a couple more tlr gems uh in tonight's game and that was tanner banks getting the ninth inning eventually giving up the run what would be the game-winning run uh to uh, you know, a RBI single for Spencer Torkelson in that situation. And then also the pinch hitting Lurie Garcia there um, to start the ninth inning instead of Sebi Zavala there. Uh, thoughts, comments, uh, rants about this one, John? Uh, he, Tanner Banks there. I, I'm okay with keep. I think he would have had to stay in, right? Because that was the third hitter of the inning. I believe so. I believe I have so. To go so the- but regardless, I think you you pitch around there and I, it, or you hit your spot. If you look back at the highlights on that, uh, McGuire was setting up on the outside. I don't know what, I believe it was a slider. Um, and well, he left it right over the plate. So you're playing yeah. with fire there. I don't think you pitch there. I think you pitch around him a little bit, maybe get him to try and chase something. And maybe that was the plan and Tanner just missed. Um, I'm not going to hate on so much of the Tanner banks as I'll hate on Leary hitting. Right. Um, go with, Zebby there and and maybe part of the thing there is if because i if you're yeah you're 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 screwed if you have to pinch run you can't pinch run for Zebby there right right so i don't know i damned if you do damned if you don't i would have liked to seen Zebby hit though over leary anybody over leary and what's going on with vaughn he's he's sick yeah, they said it was, you know, feeling under the weather. That was... Now I'm under the weather. I'm under the weather, <laughs> yeah. too. This team make me sick, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, I, I mean... It's... It- in a in an alternate universe, maybe we I know they when they say that they're going to be off for the day, we've typically known that they're off, and that means they're they're not available, right? Um, would have been nice to have like a Jordan flu like sort of, you know set up with Andrew it, Vaughn there but not in this, that spot <laughs> it, you're right but this goes to the whole mentality of this team and I don't know what it is I don't know it just feels like there's no and I hate saying this because I don't I it just feels like there's no want right like they're want to yeah right like you're you're in your biggest I mean, from now on, every series is the biggest series of the season because you put yourselves in that situation. But you're playing like you they know how important at least these seven games were going to be right before you even get to Cleveland and Minnesota next week. And you come out here and oh, I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to I'm I'm feeling under the weather. Do you feel under the weather enough that you can't take a having at bat in the ninth inning? Yeah, I'm okay right. if he sits him for the game, right? Like I'm okay yeah. with that. Some hero, like I said, some hero mode, some some Jordan uh, flu stuff off the bench. Some, whatever, whatever, I don't whatever. give a shit if I'm sick. Put me in the damn box. I'm the best hitter on the team right now. Right. 
I mean, best option here. We, we but, yeah, best option. option. Yeah. Best option. Right. Yeah. All right. Apparently, this is uh, matriculating up to the front office because we got our guy Tony on tap in here. Says the Sox offense is so bad they closed Shy Sox Bar and Grill before the game ended. Jerry didn't even want the money. Yikes. That's a first. What's up, Tony? <laughs> we're trying not to be too negative here for you yeah um yeah it, it, overall sean when we were talking about this this is not a way to hashtag set the tone for the weekend you got mm. a long weekend what we just had this at the very end of june right baltimore orioles in town a rebuilding struggling team that's not going anywhere this year and what do they do they lose the first three of that series and they you better not lose you need to win the I'm, next three you need I'm to win saying. the next three like there's no effing around anymore and this is they did it to themselves i i feel so dumb because entering that baltimore series we said the same thing we said that if you got to take three or four right well Okay, I guess you do technically still have the opportunity to do that, but it's going to take a lot of want to. And, you know, uh, guys, I think they need to kick each other's asses around in the locker room a little bit. Do you, are you surprised that there hasn't been anything like that? At least that we know publicly. Right. Yeah, I, I think I am because I feel like that would have surfaced. Um, but who knows? Maybe there has been something behind closed doors. I mean, to be a fly on the wall in the trainer's room, locker room, whatever, uh, clubhouse. That, well, that if you're in the nice. trainer's room, the whole roster's in there. So you can oh, just yeah. have it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just have good to see uh, Yohan Mankata. Yeah, back after. Back what? after the Broadway spectacle yesterday. Yeah. Um, so good to see him back. But I'm just. I, I'm fighting myself for like a game like yesterday, like oh, we're back, we're back, here we go. <laughs> now, now we're gonna get. I'm fighting myself, and I'm trying. You know, I, I find myself because I've never been like this, Nani. I've never been so negative about the White Sox before, but I think I've I like had a, a breaking point, and like I snapped a little bit because I'm just so disgusted and disappointed in this organization from top to bottom that. I- I think that's a multi-pronged um, sort of like reasoning here, Sean. And part of that is a the expectations play. I mean, they, they're the I, yes. ones that said World Series. Okay, so that and obviously the fans then have those uh, same aspirations. I mean, every year you want to you want to win it all for you know your favorite team. You you obviously do. So there's that the expectations, and then B. I think it's the um, repetitiveness of the style of losses that we've seen from this team when they should be. The better Dumb team. baseball. They are, and it's like weird because like they are the better team on paper. Like they objectively, they are. And then you're just handing games away like this. And they did it against the Orioles. They've done it against plenty of other teams. They've handed games away to the Rangers, right? And they lose two or three to them at home. It's been just it's been abysmal. They handed game one of the the twin series to the twins. Yeah, yeah right. So and, we, don't, we don't need to get back to that. Yeah. Jesus. It, Dude, it, it's it's a, it's a rough go, rough go for White Sox fans. But uh, there is a chance to uh, get back on track here. We've been saying that one, too. Talk about the repetitiveness here. But uh, this is a four-game weekend series. Game two will be Friday night uh, on the south side, 7-10 p.m. start. Lucas Giolito, Tariq Skubal going for the Tigers there. Um, we'll see. Giolito uh, gave some room for, you know, excuse me, uh, he gave you reason to believe last time out uh, in a start against the Giants and uh, even the one before that against the Angels. So I feel like there is a getting back on track sort of trend here for Lucas Giolito. Yeah, let's hope not. the uh, let's hope the gelato stays cold tomorrow and doesn't yep. melt too early. And yep. and uh, he needs to get his breaking ball over, man. I, I've, I'm really I'm. I have some opinions on Steve Stone, but I do love when he breaks down baseball and you he. 
he hits it on the on the head every time, man. Lucas has become fastball changeup, and if you're if you you can just sit changeup because he's not so he needs to get the breaking ball over. He gets breaking ball over early. Lucas is gonna have a really good night tomorrow. Yeah, um, and that's something that the White Sox need. He needs to eat innings. Got to eat. Someone's got to go seven innings. Yeah, hopefully. It- it's like, and I love Cease, and I can't take away from his performance tonight. But man, when he drives that pitch count up with all excuse, fifty all pitches in the third, or whatever the case is, like man, and and it's just, happened the last couple you, outings with Lynn. You don't, and, you don't even have a chance then to go to the, that. Seven. No, no, not even. A chance. Um, yeah, that, Lucas, you know, get the breaking ball over, throw strikes, don't walk people, and avoid the big inning, and you're you're gonna have a really good night yeah I, I do want to say one thing about Lucas Giolito um obviously we know that the talent level is there uh based on the you know 20, 2019 um season that he had and you know well you know it's a, it goes back 2018 to yeah, worst, pitcher, worst in, pitcher in baseball we, we've seen that you we've seen it in the numbers too though in terms yeah. of you know talking about uh you know strikeout rates and all all of that good stuff uh that he was able to be ranking very highly in uh in his stretches of dominance well it wasn't all going swimmingly here for him obviously he had that stretch of starts from the very end of may through uh the kind of wetter part of june and then like i said he's not completely figured out he's not hashtag back we're, we're not proclaiming that yet here but i do like the way he's grinded and said that i just need to be better remember we heard that from dallas keichel and whatever it never was going to happen whereas with lucas giolito you can at least see the signs of some uptick back towards you know that there's effort behind the madness there there's there's some effort happening so yeah i go get him lucas hopefully the offense shows up tomorrow yeah no we're gonna need it so speaking of the offense uh, if we're gonna get it done who's helping them out pick to click selection for you sean uh i'll go with timmy again because timmy's the spark plug to this whole lineup he got the base hit there uh in the ninth inning and you see you see what happens when tim anderson gets on base that's usually when they score their runs you know so Timmy needs to keep hopefully his whatever little mini slump that he's gone through um, is over. And, you know, hopefully he becomes a starting shortstop in the all-star game and uh, spark plugs this weekend because we need it. (laughs) Three huge, huge games. Yeah, so I'm going to go a little risky here with mine because uh, I just don't know if they're going to be in. Uh, But he's back now. I haven't been able to pick him yet, so I'm going to go with Eloy, but I could also see them pulling that bs can't play three games in a row initially yeah well back. guess uh, what yeah. i i hope Boys, that's the division's the on the line I so hope, i hope he's at least in a dh role if they're not going to do the outfield thing for three days in a row whatever I, I could live with that so i'll go with him and as a backup if for some godforsaken reason he's not in the lineup in any capacity i'll go with andrew vaughn but even that backup's a little risky because who knows what under the weather means and how you might want to go with yuri here yeah, <laughs> your yeah there, there's your safe one when, when you know it's going to be in the lineup. Yeah, hey, real right. quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, Josh Harrison. I think he's been playing some really good ball. Um, I, I, I've liked what I've seen from him over the last few weeks, and, and he's, he's, he's won me back over just a tad. It, it does not make up for, like for anybody, the early season struggles right, in right. terms of numbers-wise. But I do, I will agree with you in that I enjoy the energy and joy with which he plays the game. Um, because it's the little lacking, things, man. They've been lacking it. And sure, it seems dumb when he's when they're down against the Twins on with that game two of that series. And he's like, you know, revving it up, going around first base. But it, it shows he cares. And it's nice to see and, because and, we haven't seen it. And we've we've gone back and we've talked about oh we were energy guys last year Billy Hamilton and Brian Goodwin he he provides some of that kind of like spark energy you know joy that I, I like to call it and it's like they just feel like they're so it 
they look so I don't know. Um, I don't even know the word for it. Just lifeless, I guess. Outside they've, of that, I would say ninety-five to ninety-eight percent of the season they've looked that way. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, man. There's just something off about you know Chuck Garfine opened up the post-game show um, and just said White Sox win this game last year. Yeah, White Sox win this game in 2020. Yeah, story of the 22 or 2022 White Sox was tonight. Yeah, no, nope. I, I think that's a good uh, kind of note to end on there, Sean. So, um, listeners, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate everybody getting in the comments here. You can do that yourself uh, if you haven't been so far. Subscribe to ONTAP Sportsnet on YouTube. Get alerted when we go live. Drop your comments, and we can feature them on the show here. And make sure you're visiting ONTAPSportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Follow us on social media at SoxOnTap, at ONTAP Sportsnet. So, Sean, tough one, but... Got a big, we got through it. So gotta gotta go get three wins. Yep, gotta go get three in a row. So just run off three in a row here, and then shit, continue that when you go to Cleveland to start right. next week too, because you're gonna need those ones as well. It's every every like you said from here on out, every series is the most important series of the season. I like that. So, um, all right, listeners, until next time, White Sox forever. That's right, Sox for life. <laughs>